Freddy versus Jason, King Kong versus Godzilla, Hogan versus The Rock. None of these can compare to the colossally epic shit showdown that we just watched. We watched Dahmer versus Gacy. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Greetings, Moon Goons! Welcome to Horrible Horror, the show where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me today is my co-host, my buddy, my right-hand man, Mr. Aaron Southworth. I haven't heard right-hand man in a while. Yeah, I thought I'd bring that one back from the, uh, pull that out of the I kind of like closet. that, I kind of like that. My right-hand man, it's like, well then, who's your left-hand man? And a left-hand man kind of, like, are they the bizarro... To like you know Bizarro to Superman, Superman. are they like the the yin to the yang of the right hand man? Hmm. Yeah, the right hand man helping you so much, the left hand man not helping you. No, I don't know. Maybe it's me. we need to find that out. Maybe a little digging. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say it. yes. I don't, it might as well for now. We'll say fuck yeah. It's, left hand man does you dirty. Yep, <laughs> does you dirty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um. A few things to say before we jump into this movie. First, I'm going to do this. At, I'm going to try this at the beginning of the show instead of the end, just for wise, you know, shits and giggles. Uh, for anybody who doesn't already know this, but follow us. Check out our Facebook page. You can check out our website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com. We're on Twitter under at so bad it's scary. Also on uh, Instagram at horrible horror po- or horrible horror podcast on Instagram. And then you can listen to the, each all these episodes on Podbean at horrible horrible along downloading and listening off of iTunes and Google Play as well, all of it 100% free. So check everything out there. And remember, if you have any suggestions, comments, or if you want to just tell us we suck, you can always drop us a line. And... Yeah, they say you're not somebody until you have enemies. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> you suck. All right, we made it. All right. <laughs> We finally got our first troll. Yeah, Yay. yeah. Um, it's actually a good idea to do this at the beginning because, uh, you know, at the very end, people be like, all right, sweet. Yeah, it's over. Episode's over. That's what I figured. You know, like, that's that why I do it at the beginning for once. Yeah, yeah. And actually, there's a um, – I'll talk about it later. But there's... All right. Um, now, with this movie, we are doing this week Dahmer versus Gacy. Now, this movie uh, – this is the third week in a row where we have taken a listener support uh, suggested fans uh, – suggested film. Uh, Dahmer versus Gacy was suggested to us by – Mikey Venture. So shout out to him, but you know what? Fuck you, Mikey. <laughs> fuck you in the most sincere and respectable way possible. Yes, with all due respect, respect Mikey, fuck, fuck you. you. But you got also gotta come hard on that, son. Ugh. We're still here. You thought you could get us with this piece of shit movie? I don't think so. Still in the house. Still here, son. But I gotta start drinking. Yep. Popping oh, open God. the booze. Get it going early. Alright, so Dama vs. Gacy. Because what? I will say, Mikey, to talk about this, I've gotta have a couple in me. Yeah, uh, I, I do not blame you for that. Uh, this movie was released on April 24th in 2010. Uh, it's categorized as a action comedy horror, which that alone it's right inc- there is just... You well, they're really willy-nilly with that one. You yeah. Know? I mean, with all claims. Um, yeah. 
And um, as a sign, it also features the use of the of various forms of fuck 108 times throughout this movie. Uh, I actually went back and counted each and every time. You did that yourself? I yeah, I counted each. I had a tally sheet going every time. Some version of fuck was said. I added a tally mark. I noticed it was a lot. Yeah. It's got to be up there in the top ten. I think of all time. I mean, this fuck is like this movies. Ryan was like a Rob Zombie movie. Like he uses fuck all the time. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so this thing was written by Andrew J. Roush and Chris Watson, directed by Fred Austin, who also plays two of the characters in this movie. Uh, he plays this guy named Ringo, and he plays Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, you can find this piece of shit on Vudu, Amazon, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. Surprisingly, very accessible for such a crap shit movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, now the cast—I won't lie—the cast really blew me away by some of the people that got involved in this movie. Not a, you know, I mean, being... some, not gonna be not everybody's gonna be a household name, but you're like, oh shit, I know that guy. I've seen him before. Um, well, first let's start with Fred Aust- Ford Austin. Uh, he's the director. He's at 90 cre- credits as an actor alone, besides directing. Um, but just to show some of the shit, he was in Showgirls 2. And then, like, small <laughs> bit parts of various TV shows dating back to the 70s and 80s. Um, he's 34 credits as a director, so he's a busy beaver. Um, and he's a direct descendant of Stephen F. Austin. Now, here comes our early... Steve Austin? Yeah, not the $6 million man or Stone Cold. Oh. Not one of them. But Texas, there's a Texas link here. Oh, it's got to be Steve Austin, the wrestler, then. It's not. Steven S. Steven... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say hell yeah, honestly. We're going to do our educational moment early this week. Uh, Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! <laughs> Steven F. Austin was an American expressario, which is a... Uh, person who's been granted the right to settle a land in exchange for recruiting and taking responsibility for the new settlers. The word is Spanish for entrepreneur. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, he was born in Virginia, raised in southeastern Missouri. So we have a little local connection. Uh, he's known as the father of Texas and the founder of Texas. Wow. Yeah, he led the second and ultimately the successful colonization of the region by bringing 300 families from the United States to the region in 1825. In addition, he worked with the Mexican government to support immigration from the United States. And numerous places places and institutions are named in his honor, including the capital of Texas, Austin, Austin. Tex, um, Austin County, Austin Bayou, and Stephen F. Austin State University, Austin College, and then a plethora of K-12 through schools. And Stone Cold Steve and Stephen Austin. Austin. And the $6 million man then. Mm. Uh, so there, there's your educational moment there. You just, you just got learned it. You got uh, learned it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, now the, the I guess the big, I won't say the big name, but... The guy you would definitely recognize is his name's Art LaFleur. Uh, he's a character actor who's in this movie. He plays Dr. Hess. You may not know him by name, but he's a guy you would definitely recognize when you see him because he's been in like everything. I recognize him right away. Yeah. He, actor, 161 yeah. credits as a character. I mean, Sandlot, Field of Dreams, Cobra, uh, Cobra. Tales, Cobra uh, Tales from the Crypt, The Blob. Uh, and his first acting role is in the TV movie Rescue from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> and I bring this one up just because, Aaron, a few weeks, several episodes back, you wouldn't shut up about this movie, but he was in Best of the Best 4. <laughs> oh, sweet. Best of the Best. Uh, we had, and then we have Ethan Phillips in this movie. Who was a, He's a, uh, known for Star Trek. He was Neelix in Star Trek Voyager. He's also in Purge, The Election Year, Bad Santa, Critters 3. Who do you play in this movie? He was X-13. Oh, <laughs> I recognize him too, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, let's see. The last person that it's really... Well, there's two people I'll, I'll bring up. All right. Um, 
Harlan Williams, the comedian Harlan Williams, is the voice of God in this movie. Now, again, if you don't know the name, most, he's most famous for, his, I would say, his role in um, Half Baked and a few other comedy movies. He was but, Kenny. He went to prison yeah, in Half Baked for yeah. killing a diabetic police, police horse. horse. Uh, but yeah, so he's in this, um, and then we also have all the, another horror connection. We have uh, Felisa Rose, who has does a cameo in this. She was famous for the Sleepaway Camp movies. She was the original uh, Sleepaway Camp killer, and. A connection to our previous shows, Jed yeah. Rowan is in this, and he was in Night of the Dead slash Friday the 13th, so he's in another shitty one of these horror movies. And I also noticed in the credits, he wrote the song, Downer vs. Gacy, for this movie. <laughs> so he wrote this title song. Once that guy started talking, once the Gacy character started talking, I was like, it's that fucking guy from Night of the Dead, No, he wasn't Gacy. He was one, the, the sergeant. He was a sergeant. He wasn't Gacy at all. No, it was Gacy. The no. guy who played Gacy. The guy who played Gacy was the mad scientist. Oh, the mad scientist? I didn't look. Yes. I, okay. I looked I looked it up. You looked that one up. I looked it up. So there's another connection Okay, there, there. is another one. I missed that one. I so, up. This so guy Night is of the, the Dead, one. Friday 13th, this mad scientist in that one who reanimates zombies, he plays Gacy in this movie. Okay, because the guy I'm talking about played mad scientist henchman in the same movie. Jesus Christ. He was the big doopy ex, the, the uh, bouncer, bruiser guy. Um, and lastly, just a crazy, weird link. Uh... Uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Adler is in this movie now. For those who don't, he's not a real horror fan. People might know, but he is the former drummer of Guns N' Roses. Uh, I mean, he wrote "Sweet Child of Mine," "Welcome to the Jungle," amongst other songs. Uh, and he's in this movie. He he. This guy sued Guns N' Roses over drug use. Uh, he actually won two and a half million dollars in a settlement out of court for this. Whoa! Yeah, I'm I'm unfamiliar with this now. Yeah. the drummer, drummer, former drummer, not former. the new one. The newer one was Matt something. I don't no, remember. it's the former drummer right, right, with Appetite for Destruction. That's yeah. that they were their first album. Uh, I mean, yeah. he went to middle and high school with Slash. They were mm-hmm. buddies growing up. Um, he and then apparently former Skid Row vocalist Sebastian Bach wrote the song "Wasted Time" about Steven Adler. Which this song's on the '91 uh, album "Slave to the Grind," and he was also on the third and fifth seasons of Doctor Drew's Celebrity Rehab because he's in there for <laughs> trying to get over coke addiction and all of his drug use. <laughs> he sued Guns N' Roses for it and won and won <laughs> two. He's like because of Guns N' Roses, I got addicted to drugs and all this stuff, and he settled out of court for like two and a half million dollars. Ah uh, man, Mikey Venture, you better look out because I'm gonna think I'm gonna sue you for alcohol <laughs> abuse, alcohol, abuse. alcoholism. I'm addicted to alcohol because I had to watch this, this movie. movie. <laughs> Okay, so that's all the crazy ass shit. That's so going please on. recommend your movies, fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't sue. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> all right, so the movie opens with like a CNN style talking head interview between the lead anchorman of the new show and Doctor Clarkson, who is an author and serial killer expert, and they're talking about Dahmer and Gacy and ranking them in like among, against other serial killers, like who's better, who's worse, who's dead, blah blah blah. And in the middle of this interview, a mystery man just comes up from behind Dr. Clarkson and just kills him. Slits his throat right through on camera, and that's, that's Causing it. blood to spurt out everywhere. Yeah, sprays on the camera. Yeah. And just the, the CNN guy, the talking head, he looks like he's so bored to be there. He's having a, he's, he's either a combination of he's bored or he's a horrible actor, or maybe both. Both. He's a bored, horrible actor because it's, it's, he's not portraying a very professional <clears throat> 
He's stumbling over his words. He's kind of, it really sucks. Yeah. And underneath, there's the crawler. The crawl. Oh, God, the crawl. They try to be so funny. The with crawler crawl. is really bad. Like, it's supposed to be, like, kind of funny little jokes. Yeah. About, uh, it's like you know. Inter- it's like if you're watching E, like, entertainment, like, E entertainment. Yeah, and it like, says something it's like, like. It's a Hollywood gossip news. Yeah, it's all Hollywood gossip news, and it's a lot of it has to do with midgets. A well, lot the, of it the, has the to do first with midgets. One, yeah, there's one that has something with midgets, and they do stuff like. Oh, the remaking Wizard of Oz with Zoe Deschanel and the Baldwin brothers, mm-hmm. and, or and there's Michael Bay shit. I mean, they, yeah, they, they're trying to be when funny. When Harry with met these. Sally, Harry's to be replayed by Vern Troyer. Yeah, another when, midget joke. You know, and then when Harry, Harry met Sally again, they're making yeah. a see. They, they try so hard to be funny with these crawler things. It just and it just it gets. It was old. not good. Yeah. So, um, once the guys throat slut slit, not. Um, we you know roll the opening title card whatever and we jump to the Project X thirteen secret biomanufacturing laboratory which is guarded by armored military personnel and uh, they they do show this one guard who's like I guess supposed to be guarding like a door but he's like pacing back and forth he like just he won't st- he's about to wear a hole in the he, ground he looks like he's doing like the pee pee dance more than guarding a door mm-hmm. and like he's walking back and forth in like a three foot space back and forth back and forth yeah back and, it's and like, forth I don't know why it, again if this is a decision he made the actor made or the director like walk back and forth but you, no one would no ever one do that. do that like when I was in the army and we did guard duty we didn't fucking walk back and forth like idiots you know especially for guarding a door you just stand there and guard the door <laughs> yeah and that guy was pumped I he mean, was you're just, really pumped to you're, guard you're that door you're wasting energy yeah. by yeah. Walking, like, it was oh god it was awful so inside we meet Dr. Stravinsky uh, he's the main man in charge of the project and we meet Dr. Hess who has just is the most recent like addition to the team um, Hess, like I said, is played by Art LaFleur, and I'm guessing they had this guy, Art LaFleur, for one day only, because he's in and out so fast. Oh, yeah. Um, so Stravinsky gives Hess the rundown on the project and brings him up to speed. On And so here's what you need to know. Here's the breakdown of the, but basically this, the whole This is movie. like a five-minute scene. It, yeah, it goes, it goes on. It's really long. So the breakdown is the government has secretly cloned all of the nation's most infamous and dangerous serial killers. And then they take the DNA from each of them and combine them all together to create the ultimate killing machine, Super Soldier, codenamed X-13. Uh, and they don't stop at just one clone for each killer either. But no, they keep making more clones, each one supposedly more dangerous and deadly than the last. And once the new clone is complete, they kill off the previous clone. Now, during this scene, Dr. Skavinsky is standing in front of like this front this whiteboard with all sorts of like formulas and drawings on it and i just find i don't know about if you know this but i found it funny that the drawing they have like the x13 like he keeps pointing this to the arm he's, he's, he has his x13 is in side profile and his arms are straight out like frankenstein with his wrist like and fingers pointing downward which is really an odd yeah. very effeminate like pose and then to make it even weirder i don't understand this they gave it a cock bulge they Why gave, not? They gave like this whiteboard drawing a cock bulge. Like they gave it like oh, what is that called? A cod piece? Yeah, like yeah. he's wearing like this little yeah. He's got a cod piece. It's like why? That's just an odd choice for a drawing on a whiteboard. Um, so you know that's basically what you need to know. Um, now the movie and the, the murders they have are like 
Dahmer, Gacy, Bundy, Ed Gain. They even mentioned Rafael Ris- uh, Ramirez. They Ramirez, mentioned Ramirez. Yes, thank you. That's who uh, I mentioned, I was talking to somebody the other day about Rafael Resendez Ramirez. <laughs> he was um, a murderer who rode the trains. Actually, he came through southern Illinois, southern Missouri as well. Uh, it was a big scare. Uh, when he was riding trains through town or something. Uh, yeah, they did. That's one of the names that they mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. I, I would have not have remembered that. But one. of course, Domir and Gacy. Those are the two big, of the, yeah, the, the yeah. one. Um, so we we jump two weeks ahead. Now we're two weeks in the future, and Hash is in his office writing his journal about his thoughts on the project and, and the progress and everything like that. How it's going, and he gets a call from a frantic Stavinsky, Doctor Stavinsky, who warns him that due to the, a fire in the lab, that Dahmer. The Dahmer and Gacy clones have escaped. And now a shadow of the man holding an axe is seen behind Dr. S. Turns around, sees the killer. Camera ah! zooms in. Yeah, he's screaming. The camera zooms in. We assume he's killed. Blackout. That's all we During get. During that scene where they're on the phone with each other, the doctor's trying to talk to, and you can't understand a goddamn thing he's no. saying. There's noise in the background. It's a shitty movie. Yeah, and, it's really and he's wearing like a hazmat suit yes. over his face. So he's screaming through the hazmat suit. And the whole time, there's this guy trying to sit up. He's on an outbreak, like, an outbreak table. table. He's got those straight jackets. So he's like wiggling around, yeah. trying to sit up all the time. It was so chaotic on one end. And on the other end, the guy's just like, oh, really? They escaped? Yeah. And the other <laughs> one's like, yes, they escaped. Oh, God. Ah! And he's freaking out. And he's like, oh, that's too bad. I know. <laughs> but he's trying to hold a normal conversation. I'm just like, this is so, like, bipolar. Yeah. You know? I'm watching this. I'm just like... Everything's extreme and happening. Aren't they in the same building? Yeah. Aren't would, they like just get up and walk down the hall and help them? You don't. You know? Yeah. You, you don't really. You have no idea what how. They're where obviously the in the is. same place because he gets killed by one either Gacy or Dahmer. Yeah. So you're in the same place. Yeah. Wouldn't you hear alarms or something? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you know, if, if this mean, is a top secret military facility or any kind of government facility, if there was a fire, there'd be alarms going off all over the place. I mean, right. it wouldn't be an isolate. You would know. Um, I was just kind of like, what the fuck? That's is a great going point. I, I completely overlooked. Um, so now we we watch some random soldier carrying a large black case gets into a truck, drives off the base. He was pretty fat too. Um, wearing, yeah, wearing, he was wearing knee guards. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I did notice like they, they show a shot of like inside the truck, like out pointing out mm-hmm. through the windshield, and it, uh, that when the truck drives away, which is supposed to this supposed top secret military base. That he basically it's right across the street from like a nice residential like a nice home yeah no <laughs> it's like a nice little suburb top, right there top secret you're in the burbs <laughs> yeah top secret I guess hiding in plain sight though that's the, that's, that's the ultimate top secret there you go yeah. um, but as soon as the truck is off base we get several quick shots of various dead soldiers who have all been murdered now the best one is the last guy they show who for some reason is upside down he was the in the corner he was the pacer okay. And I just want to know what the hell this guy was doing that he ends up like in the corner, upside down, legs in the air, yeah, head, like, like on his shoulders and head. He's yeah, like, what? Who dies? Maybe in that, that was his choice again. He's just a weird dude in life and death. It's just the weirdest. Like what? <laughs> so, um, the uh, now while the driver is driving the truck, we go back to him and we see Dahmer pop up from behind him, holding like a meat cleaver. And there's a, just a really hard, fast cut to the body of the driver falling out the driver's side door. Dahmer getting into the driver's seat and driving away. Now, again, I have a problem with this because I want to know who the hell stopped the truck for Dahmer to get out of it. That's a good point. Because if he kills either. the driver, 
while there's he's no driving. Control, there's no control of the vehicle. He, yeah. Yeah, the driver can't hit the brakes as he's dead, and Dahmer's in the back seat. Who stops the truck for Dahmer to get out? And, and puts get, it in park. And puts it in park for Dahmer to get out into the driver's seat and drive off. That's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so now we cut to some old homeless guy who's just talking to himself in an alleyway. He leaps into a dumpster chasing after a rat, which, by the way, this is a obviously fake plastic yeah, little stupid totally rat. Fake it's a fake rat. It's awful looking. It's the it's so bad. Like really, a, you couldn't get a mouse or a real rat for this. Like they're not. The, the, ugh. Anyway, so he leaps into this dumpster after the rat, grabs the rat, and just starts. And as soon as he grabs the rat, he just starts eating, eating it. it. Yeah, just like right just over ripping off. into it. I mean. I've worked in a psych ward for three years. I met a lot of crazy ass homeless people. Yeah, I've never met a crazy ass homeless person who just starts eating rats. <laughs> That's some top shelf crazy shit right there. Uh, speaking of this homeless person, did you also have notice that he was married? No, I didn't. <laughs> He's got a giant wedding ring on his finger. He also had great teeth, by the way, too. Yeah, he had, I did. He had great teeth for a crazy homeless man. Yeah, the the crazy homeless. Married guy. <laughs> He's mm. married. Um, so every take beautiful he, long hair, beautiful hair, well kept mustache. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He's just. He, I guess he could be new homeless, but he's. Fresh homeless. Been, but he's been crazy for a long time if he's yeah. devouring rats like that. Yeah. Um, so after a few bites of the rat, he looks up to see Gacy standing in front of him dressed up in full clown glory. Full clown glory with balloons. With balloons for some reason, because who knows where he got those. And Gage just immediately attacks the bum on sight. He starts strangling him at first, and then he just kills him by pushing the bum's eyes into his skull with his thumbs, which we've seen like Jason, Mike. Yeah, we've yeah seen it's people a good move, before. though. It's yeah. a good move. So there you go. So we go back to Dahmer now, who picks up this woman hitchhiking on the highway. Yeah, she has got booty shorts on, legs yeah. for days, and uh, is hitchhiking. Yeah. yeah. And so the, she, gets, she's, she she's, picks him up. Uh, they talk for a bit, and then she's like, "Oh, yeah. I, I seen you on TV, haven't I?" He's like, uh, pro- "Yeah, I've been on TV a few times." You might recognize. He's mm. like, "I know I recognize you from somewhere." Yeah, bitch, it's Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, well, you're you must be famous then, and because you picked me up, I, let me do something nice for you. So let me say thank you for the ride by giving you some head." So she begins giving Dahmer road head, and then Dahmer says. Why Ew. don't I keep? Yeah, <laughs> why don't I keep yours? He lifts up his meat cleaver and just cuts her head off in mid fellatio. Yeah, he's but not it, in, it's not seen. He's not into it. No, just not in it. But you know what? He's gonna eat your face. He's gonna, he's gonna like that. He's gonna like that. And I gotta say real quick, the guy who's playing Jeffrey Dahmer, he's the Austin guy. Yeah, Fort Austin. He looks pretty. He's a pretty good Dahmer. Like as far as the looks go, and like the demeanor, the soft spokenness, because that's what you always heard about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, is that he was just you know. Blonde hair, comb the side, glasses, just kind of, you know, normal-looking guy, soft-spoken. Yep. I think he did a good job. Um, so now we go back to Stavinsky, who has told doc, who, who, is, who is told that Dr. S has been killed, and Stavinsky like, thinks it was Gacy because the body was not eaten, unlike, you know, so, oh, it must be Gacy, not Dahmer. And he also gets a phone call informed that his wife and his two daughters have also been killed. After the phone call, Stavinsky has like this epic breakdown, which the actor it goes way over the top. It's, but it's, it's like shot, like you know, like cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Him doing something like cut him on his knees, cut him like throwing things around, cut him crying. Yeah, you know, and it's all quick, 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 like schizophrenic kind of. Uh, 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 the, 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 the movie the, does that a lot. Oh, yeah, the, uh, a whole lot. Let's talk about that real quick because I mean, the, the cuts and the editing in this movie are so. 
how like I don't like just in your face maybe like it's so, it's so choppy and fast and like mm-hmm. sporadic like Jesus it's hard to follow this thing at times because it's just so chop 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 like, yeah. rapid fire cuts. You better be smoking weed because they could give you a seizure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, now after the the breakdown of Stavinsky, we cut to a midget mime. Who's performing on the street? And for some reason, they decided to put this in black, black and, and white. white with like uh, French, like um, it's like an old uh, harpsichord, not harpsichord. I'm thinking accordion, uh, accordion music. I mean, it's you like know. something you'd see in like an old silent movie. It yeah, really it's, is. it's it's like very French noir. Yeah, <laughs> smoke cigarette, uh, mime. Uh, look at him entertain. <laughs> and so yeah, he's going through his mime shit, his spiel. Uh, Gacy walks up and starts mimicking the mime's actions, and they start you know clown versus mime. And, of course, the mime is tiny. Yeah, he's yeah. a midget. Um, and finally, eventually, the mime gets pissed off. And this is where it goes, comes back to color at this point. As the mime starts laying in the gate, he's like, fuck you. You yeah, know how hard it is to the mime. Break, yeah. The mime breaks. Mine, yeah, he's The mime breaks. Um, and now it just cuts, A lot of fucks in this one, yeah, too. Just cuts right back to that CNN news show about reporting on the murder of an 80-year-old mime who has had his limbs cut off. Um, along with the interview of a police chief who basically just rants on about how much he hates mimes. I mean, there's no point yeah, to this. Yeah, he's just, just like, I hate mimes. Mimes <laughs> like, suck. I don't care who knows it. Mimes are awful. Like, If you give your money to some dickhead with his face painted white, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and the, the cop had real bad teeth. He oh, he had awful He should have been the crazy homeless person. He should have been the crazy yeah. homeless person. His teeth were awful. So now we jump to some white trash trailer park where we meet the drunken, suicidal, schizophrenic Ringo who hears voices talking to him, primarily God, who talks to him through the radio. And he's got scraps of note all over his room, pinned up, like, make the voices stop, kill the voices, no yes. more voices. I mean, all over. They they really, they, really yeah. laid it on thick. Yeah. He's uh, hearing things, I think. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Quite, quite possibly. So God tells him that he must stop Dahmer and Gacy and sends him off on a mission to kill him. And, and that's the main part. I mean, it goes. It's, it's a longer scene than that, but it's that's what you need to know. Well, he calls into uh, he calls into like some religious hotline show. And this is and a long scene. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I, I was know. I know you're getting it short, but it's, I mean, if we if we skip all the shitty parts, it's going to be over. The podcast is going to be over in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I don't. It, does, it could be okay with me for that. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> but, was God, a damn. rough one to get through. So it's like kind of a Tammy Faye Baker type of person out there crying, saying, "Give money to God. The bigger check you write, the more God will forgive you." Yeah. And so he's like, "I need to. I need to ask a question." So he calls the hotline and he asks if if it's you know should I listen to God? God's talking to me, and the guy obviously doesn't give a fuck. He's reading a porno man, yeah. and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever. God's uh, God's in your corner. It's good that you're talking to God. Listen to God." And he goes, "Okay." So he's now he's thoroughly convinced he's on a mission to go kill. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so he he chugs some Jack Daniels, grabs his shotgun, and, and he off is, he goes. He is carting around that Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, back to Stavinsky, who is frantically packing up his office while talking on the phone with General Arbogast. I'm sorry, really quick, though. Okay. I, know, I know going back to the Jesus thing, but, uh, you know, you always hear, uh, uh, what would Jesus do, WWJD? Yeah. I know. Have you ever heard of WWJD? Who wants Jack Daniels? Oh. <laughs> Huh? I have not heard that before. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I have not heard that. Like, okay. Um, so we meet General Arbogast, who is this, this loud, foul-mouthed woman who's always token on a large cigar. She always has a cigar in her mouth. 
Yeah. And she's, sometimes she's just chewing on it, and you can't understand what the fuck no. she's saying. Yeah, there's some things so mama because she's got the big old and she's like, wah, wah, wah. yeah, it's hard to understand her. Um, basically, nothing really happens. He races off to go into hiding. Um, and now we well, get... Well, it's basically, he's... <laughs> you're like, no, Aaron, no, 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 it's not... I'm just... No, go on. Still... But, you know, he's like, you know, they killed my family. I'm going to go kill him. And she's, she was like, I'm ag- I was against this from the start. What happened to your family is your fucking fault. And yeah. she says fuck, I think, the most she's the, she definitely of says any character. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. especially coming up yeah, later. Yeah, Um She's real crude. Very, very crude. It, to the point where it's just obnoxious. Giant nose. Yeah. I mean, she has very bird-like features. Yeah, yeah. she does. She's very, very bird-like. Um, like, she should be in Poultrygeist. <laughs> She'd be great in that. <laughs> she would have been great in Poultrygeist. So we get another news segment. Uh, and this time it's about two unknown men on a murder spree. And supposedly, according to this, mur- this news report, the body count is up to 34 bodies in, like, a few hours today. So... Um, and it goes live to the live field reporter, the, the, the hot, you know, field reporter talking to an eyewitness of one of the murders in a hot dog stand. And it just goes on. And if you want, do you want, I mean, I can skip this part. It's, yeah, he basically just gives a description of witnessing the murder. Yeah. And it's, again, they're trying to put humor into it. Mm-hmm. But it's not funny. No, it's not. It's not really funny. It's just kind of more, it seems like, well, this guy's just ignorant. And he's not doing good punchlines or good delivery or... It's really, I mean, I get what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but it's really poorly done. Yes. And I don't get me wrong, I love, like, the trauma-type movies or something from cut from that cloth, and I think that's what they were trying to do here, but fuck, yeah. it was bad. Very bad. Very, very bad. Uh, so, the head anchor mentions that, it's, that you know, is, it says, oh, is are they having a contest? Are these two guys competing against each other to see who has the can kill off more people, who has the higher body count? Uh, and then it jumps to like this hole in the wall bar where we meet Stevie, who likes to mentor, which is played by Steven Adler, um, the bartender, and he's and this other guy he's drinking with. Um, after a really shitty joke about nuns or something, it's an awful, it's, it's fucking tarted. I, I remember it. Okay, how do you get a nun pregnant? Oh, how, I don't know how. You fucker. Oh, ha, 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 ha. how do you not get a nun pregnant? Oh, I don't know how. You fucker in the ass. Oh, ha, 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 ha. and that's it. That's the joke. That's it's, it. It's fucking awful. So it's just crude things yeah, about just, fucking nuns. Just yeah. So basically, what happens? Adler ends up following his drinking buddy to the bathroom. There's a quick cutaway to the general talking to her sergeant, uh, and then back to the bathroom where Adler is now on his knees, blowing this guy in the bathroom stall. Uh, the Who? guy busts the nut in Adler's mouth, and then yeah. hands him like I think it's what a bindle of coke, which he immediately starts snorting. Yeah. I think that's the right term. Is it Bindle? Do you know? Like the little paper? I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I don't do enough. Well, I always get mine in bags. <laughs> <laughs> Big, I, huge bags. I, I don't know. I know I'm a I, baller. I get keys of that shit, yo. <laughs> I've never done Coke, but I just, I've heard like there's certain, like, something like when you, like, it's folded up like a, like a personal use and then fold up like a paper. Bindle. So, bindle or Bindy. I don't know. I could be wrong. Isn't a Bindle like the, the sack hobos put yeah, over Yeah, that's what I'm stick? thinking. Like, I think it's a, that's a Bindle. That's a Bindle too, but I didn't know if this Coke thing was called a Bindle. It's someone with a B. And it gets in a little bit of Coke for a BJ. Yeah. So anyway, it doesn't a Bindle matter. Bindle for a BJ. <laughs> bindle for a BJ. If anybody knows what those little Coke pouches <laughs> yeah, are called, you're a Coke <laughs> please let us know. Yeah. Educate us on drug terminology. <laughs> so Dahmer... Now, Jeffy Dahmer enters the bar, 
Which, by the way, this whole time Dahmer's just wearing his orange prison jumpsuit yeah, no. with his inmate number on the back. He's just walking around town like that. Yeah, and again, this and, is this is the clothing they chose to represent the characters was Dahmer in the jumpsuit and Gacy, of course, in his clown, clown outfit. Yeah. So these guys were obviously then cloned and then given these outfits yeah. to wear what, around. Which exactly, like, I have a big problem with the cloning stuff. I'm going to talk about that later. But, so, I mean, you think Dahmer would be like, I should probably get out of this strikingly orange yes. identifying outfit. Exactly. Because Dahmer, I would say probably the majority of his life while he was killing was just wearing normal duds. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe a nice little tan blazer, sport <laughs> coat, you know, some slacks. I don't know. He's a blue, he's a blue collar guy. Yeah, I, so, who knows? You know, jeans and a hoodie. Yeah. You know? yeah. And the other problem I have with this is that also the hitchhiking girl, if I was her, I would not be getting to a truck with a guy in an or- wearing an orange, orange prison jumpsuit. jumpsuit. You just don't get into that truck. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a BJ you don't have to give, honey. Yeah. So Dahmer enters the bathroom, finds Adler hot on the floor snorting his coke, and he takes him back to his quote-unquote house, which is just a house he breaks into and murders the owner right, right there on the spot. The two of them go down into the basement, which looks strikingly like the zombie room from Night of the Dead. Strikingly. Like... <laughs> Oh shit! That's the same set. I, I, I it's pretty swear, damn it's, close. I, yeah, I bet you anything it is because I'm looking at it like, well, fuck. You picked on that too. I, I, well, I already knew it was the guy, the Gacy guy, was from Night of the Dead, Friday Thirteenth. Okay, I already knew that, so I'm just like, motherfucker! I bet they have a connection. <laughs> they both came out around the same time. You know, I mean, it was just oh, no. Nuts. Yeah, I I saw that. I was like, oh, you gotta be shitting me. Um, so Dahmer gives Adler another. Well, bindo or whatever, another bump of coke or whatever you want to call it. There you go, call it bump. And then basically just mouth rapes Adler. I mean, Dahmer forces Adler to give him head. He takes this coke and it's like, it's got to be tainted or something because they have a scene where he's like, whoa, and the the camera works all Tracy and he's, oh, I don't feel so good. He's like, you okay? You okay? (laughs) Dahmer takes takes out his cock and just shoves his bum onto it. Yeah, just shoves Adler's face like right in. And he jumps right into it. Yeah. And so he's getting head, and then while Dahmer is getting basically mouth raping this guy, he picks up a power drill and kills Adler by drilling into the top of his skull while he's still getting head. Which I believe is something Jeffrey Dahmer did in his actual murders. Huh. That was like that, see, I don't know. one I, of his things. I, I, yeah. At least he did it once because it, it was a news of a guy who ran out, he was getting drilled in the head, actually escaped, ran out, people found him, but he was so fucked up, he's like, no, he's my friend, he's hurt, I'm taking him back to my place, and went back in, and no one called the cops. Oh. Do you remember hearing I have heard that something about familiar? that. Oh, yeah. I, I, the part about how he escaped and brought somebody back, mm-hmm. I remember hearing something about that, yeah, but the drill was, part, I just, Fucked I him know. up with a drill. Like Jesus. He was like all, he couldn't really communicate, he had his fucking head drilled. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, after Adler is dead, Dahmer goes on to fuck his corpse. And he's still kind of blinking yeah, and Yeah, I mean, moving. for someone who's supposed to be dead, Adler's eyes open and close a lot. Uh, yeah, thing. yeah. So I'm wondering if he was, like, lobotomized <laughs> or something. I don't I don't quite get it. But, yeah, I mean, Dahmer, the Dahmer guys take off his whole clothes. He's got him bent over, and you just see him just, uh, 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 like, going to town oh, yeah. on him. And it's just like, Jesus, man. Yeah. Uh, and then so when he's done fucking the corpse, Dahmer leaves the house, which just inexplicably explodes behind him. Just boom, explode. Like, it what? No sense. <laughs> I know. 
And it was like shitty computer graphic oh, explosion. Really bad CGI. And he really took bad. like two steps away from the house and explodes, and he kind of goes, "Oh!" He like stumbles a little bit, like, "Oh, uh, that was unexpected." Yeah. You know? <laughs> Even the actor was just like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> so now we rejoin Ringo, who's driving down the highway, having a conversation with God, who talks to him through the truck's radio, which has corks for dials, by the way. This scene not goes, a bad idea if you lose the dials. Actually. Yeah, it's you know was it a, a hillbilly uh, fix it thing or what? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, a MacGyver fix it trick. Hillbilly MacGyver. Um, so this scene goes on again for a while, yeah. and during it, Brango just make he makes a deal with God that if he does this mission for him, oh. he then he will get to go out on a date with the lady from the weakest link. And Ringo starts telling God his fantasy about having her sit on his face after he gets eliminated from the game show, and it's it's just. And she talks again, down to him, and then soaks his beard with her lady juices. With her lady juices, yeah. yeah. It, it's just again they're trying hard to be weird and funny. It just and it goes and on. And this is something that was kind of funny to me was didn't that show come out in like two thousand three? Yeah, it was a lot earlier before two thousand ten. And then this was released in two thousand ten. I'm yeah. like, it's not really topical, you know? It's yeah. not. Like, there's, I mean, there's kind of a gap there. Yeah, I, I believe so. I, so, I, I, to be perfectly honest, I thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was kind of funny the way he went on about it. It's like, that's a very odd choice. And, you know, obviously he likes, he's, you know, kind of a masochist where he likes to get, you know, or oh, is it sadist or masochist? The one who likes to get beat up on. Uh, that's that's sadist. sadist. Yeah. So he's kind of a sadist and, you know, he's. Oh, masochist? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not into that stuff. But uh, masochist. I think sadist is beating other people, and masochist is beating, taking the pain. Again, fans, if you know, let us know. But I thought that was kind of funny. I thought it was funny. Odd choice of character, though, because it was just uh, like, why wouldn't you do some sort of TV show where you get eliminated by anybody else? But like American Idol or something, <laughs> or Scary Spice from America's Got Talent. Ooh, scary. Mel B. Ooh, Scary Spice. <laughs> scary Spice. Alright, so now we get another fucking news segment, and it's just the same guy saying, oh, we have confirmation, it is indeed a murder contest, but we still don't know who these killers are. But they have outlines of both exactly. Dahmer and Daisy. we don't know Daisy. who they are, but we have a guy in a clown outfit. Perfect silhouettes yeah. of each character. Exactly. I thought the same thing, this is such bullshit. Uh, so the anchor, again, sends it out to the field reporter who's interviewing three hot women who are all, like, super fans of, like, the mystery serial killer. And, like, we love serial killers, and they're so hot, they're sexy, and blah, 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 and they're awesome. And... I was waiting for some titties here. Yeah. Like, no. No. <clears throat> no. No. Uh, no titties in this movie, which, which honestly, it doesn't matter. It wouldn't have helped this movie anyway. would have been kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> So back to the general on the phone with Stavinsky's replacement now. She, so they brought in a new doctor to replace him. She wants him to unleash X-13 in hopes that X-13 will track down and kill Dahmer and Gacy. Now remember, X-13 is the ultimate combination of all serial killers at their most hypersensitive. So they've already ramped these serial killers yeah. up to like maximum levels, then combined them all into one person. Yes. So that's their plan, yeah. is to release the ultimate version of... Uber serial killer yep. upon the world. Yeah, so the stock Dahmer Gacy. The doctor warns her exactly that the X-13 will probably kill more people than Dahmer and Gacy combined. And if he does to kill Dahmer Gacy, then who's going to stop X-13? And then Joan's like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Fucking do it. She orders them unleashed. So That's out he goes. Pretty ridiculous. So now we finally see X-13 for the first time in his cell, and he's just devouring ear after ear of uncooked corn. 
like and, spitting it on the wall. Yeah, like, and, and he could, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, I, I don't understand the choices. They again, they trying to be like. Is this funny? Random, like weird. What can be funny? Well, how about corn? That makes no sense. Here's the corn that always made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he, in Exertain at this point, just comes across as this raving lunatic who can't even use real words at this time. And, and he's, he's like a middle aged short man with glasses and like ring around the head and like bald. Yes, and this like, is your ultimate horrible killer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the neighbor <laughs> who's a CPA for 25 years. He's got a boring, chubby wife. He drives a, you know, Dodge Stratus. Jesus. So, uh, now we come to, you get, uh, you want to guess what happens next? Another Our, fucking news segment. That's what happens. This is street, another street interview is shown, and I'm just like, fuck this movie, because it spends more time talking about people getting killed than showing, showing it. it. Yeah, they they have these grisly descriptions of yeah. the murders. And I get, okay, you don't have a budget, you can't show it, but, but we're 50 minutes into the movie now, and most of it has been nothing but news reports and interviews about people getting killed. Right. This is one, and now this this one we're doing is the one with Felisa Rose, and she's some woman in a grocery store being interviewed. It's fucking bullshit. It doesn't matter. Once the segment, the grocery store segment is over, it goes right back to another fucking eyewitness street interview, this time in a bowling alley. Oh, shit, I forgot God, about that, yeah. Oh, just, oh, fuck this movie so much, god damn it. <laughs> I hate this movie. All right. I hate, it's, oh. Come back at me. I'm, I'm coming. I'm trying. I... <laughs> that almost sounded sexy. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm trying. <laughs> you're kind of up, you're kind of frustrated. <laughs> so <laughs> we go back to the general who gets a report from her sergeant that the Japanese government has dispatched a team of their finest assassins to capture the Dahmer and Gacy clones. Oh, and by the way, the Japanese assassins are also ninjas. I got to admit, at this point I went all right. <laughs> I did. I kind of went, all right, okay, okay. All right, here we go. Maybe I've got, and this is the same thing, because, you know, I, after half an hour, I paused it to see how long. I'm like, it's only been half an hour? Fuck. And then I'm like, it's like, I pause again. It's like, it's only been 56 minutes? Fuck. I did and then the same like, thing. And then it's like, ninjas. I'm like, oh, thank God. They've been building this whole time. The ninjas are going to be awesome. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. I'm back in. I'm back in. So this sets the general off on a mad cursing rampage, rampage where she just she drops, goes ninjas, fuck, 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 fuck. And how many times did she say? She fuck? drops forty-two f bombs in rapid fire succession in this scene. Just, forty-two. Just and she doesn't say anything else. Nothing that, else. Just, then she almost squawks at the last couple. Yeah, like very bird-like. Yeah. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> So we, now we go back to Ringo in his truck. God directs him to some rural area out in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. and tells him to dig up a box. Now, Stavinsky is shown grabbing food from a grocery store, driving to his hiding spot, which is just some house, probably his own house. In this mean, whole scene of him buying food, he's frantic, he's running, and then he's he's fallen over three times. Yeah. He's tripped and fallen three times. Is it for comic relief? Yeah. I, it's I, I, not I, funny. It's, it's not. just... It's, it looks like he's trying to do pratfalls, but it's, like, poor timing, and it just makes me think he's an idiot. Yeah, he's clutch or something. They, they, they try so hard to, like, force comedy or, or silliness in this movie that it it just makes it so much worse because it's mm-hmm. so blatantly forced and out of place. Right. 
Um, like the fuck scene, I started kind of thinking it was kind of funny because she just went and kept going yeah. and going, and then the guy started crying, which I <laughs> thought was kind of funny. It's just a weird image seeing this military guy crying while this other one's just constantly spouting fuck, and it was just a weird scene. It wasn't a good scene. No, it wasn't bad. It was just weird. So I'm like, well, I haven't seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the rest of the movie was just, ugh. yeah. So as he goes inside this house, his his hiding his you know safe house or wherever this place is supposed to be. And he's surprised by Dahmer, like, almost immediately. Yes, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, how does... This house was empty. The whole place was completely Yeah, and there's no empty. furniture at all. It's an really... abandoned house. Yeah. So it's like a house for sales. There's nothing in it. Exactly. And But Dahmer knows exactly where he's going. He's already beaten him there. And Stravinsky just passes out at the sheer the yeah, mere again, sight of Dahmer. This is someone who says, I'm going to go kill... Gacy and Dahmer. I'm going to get revenge on my family. I'm going to get him. He's, uh... And as soon as he sees him, he passes out. Yeah. Exactly. So was that supposed to be funny? I mean... I, I don't know. I, like, I, there's so much about this movie that makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, zero sense. Um, so Ringo now, back to Ringo, he digs up the box, which, by the way, is only buried about two inches under the ground. He, he doesn't need a shovel for this thing at all. Sure. And they make it look like he's been digging for, like, all day long. Even God says, I wouldn't have you digging out here all day if you, I didn't want you to it's have like this two, box. two or three shovels full. Yeah, it's he like, finds the box. You, you can just, like, shove, like, swept the dirt away with his hand and would have found the box. It's that, I mean... Anyway, he opens the box, and inside is the fucking katana, which God tells him is the weapon that will be his, like, weapon of destruction for, against, gays, the, against the clones. So Ringo starts swinging the sword around and, like, shadow boxing with this thing, and just... Again, like just kind of what you expect the drunk hillbilly to do with the sword, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, flop around swinging her like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, he's a drunk and hillbilly, so that's what he do with the sword. And then out of fucking thin air, literally, literally thin air, four ninjas appear and try to kill Ringo. And I was on board. Which it's- I don't get this. Like, why are they after Ringo? The, the, they, the Japanese government sent them after the clones. Why the fuck are they going after Ringo, who's just a drunken hillbilly at, the, at this point in the movie? I just gave up. Yeah. I just gave up, Marshall. <laughs> I just saw ninjas. I'm like, finally, ninjas. So, Ninja One throws a ninja star into Ringo's arm, which he just pulls out, licks it, tosses it to the ground. After some shitty fighting, ninja- really, really, really shitty. bad fighting. I mean, I guess they just didn't have a Stun Actors Guild or well, that's SAG, but you know, not they didn't have proper stunning. Screen obviously. Actors yeah, Guild. But once I said stun, I was like, well, that stands for SAG, and that can't be it. <laughs> but whatever, they didn't have any proper stuntmen. Yeah, you can tell it was like they were just barely making it through the motions as best they can without trying to hurt each other. Yeah. It was so slow motion. Even like people doing cartwheels was so like. Uh, I did a cartwheel <laughs> once when I was in high school. Let me see if I can do it again. Yeah, kind of. I'll take it. You know, I mean, these are the worst fucking ninjas. Yeah, and they were the number were Japanese. It was like like a black guy, uh, like a woman. Yeah, one, the first one's a woman, a white woman, <laughs> a white woman. And then, like none of them are Japanese. Yeah, you like, clearly see they're not. Japanese. None of them are even Asian. You know? uh, so Ninja One, who is the female ninja, she throws another ninja star at him. And this time he uses the katana like a baseball bat, hits the ninja star right back at her, hitting her in the face, killing Jeez, her. Yeah. So now Ninja 2 steps up. They sword fight for a bit, which is just fucking awful. awful. Ninja 3 leaps in to join it, but he gets accidentally killed by Ninja 2, who cleaves Ninja 3 in twain. To which Ninja 2 is so sad and so upset by this, 
falls. To, I think it was another woman falls to her knees like no, and yeah. so distraught that she accidentally killed her ninja buddy. Yep. Seeing this, Ninja Two turns. No, I'm sorry. So now I, I jumped at Ninja Four's turn. Ninja Four jumps in, pulls out two commas, goes after Ringo, who cuts off Ninja's head. Seeing this, Ninja Two turns, runs away, leaps into the air, and disappears midair. <laughs> leaps like a cheerleader cheerling. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so back to Daisy Daniels. And while was... it was shitty ninjas, and they were shitty ninjas. Oh, yeah. They were still ninjas, and I was like, all right. <laughs> it's all right. That's okay. It's all right. They're ninjas. <laughs> yeah. That kind of put a smile on my face. <laughs> so back to Daisy Daniels, who was the uh, on-site field reporter. Um She's Doing interv- yet another another fucking interview. This time with a little kid named Richard Van Horn, who wants to grow up to be the world's next famous serial killer. Like, yeah, I want to be a serial killer. They're cool and fun and blah blah blah. And it's just stupid. Just wasting more time and doesn't need to be in this movie. A lot of filler. A lot of filler. Yeah. So back to Savinsky. He's waking up, tied to a chair with Dahmer sitting behind him. Dahmer rambles on to Savinsky. I mean, he's just monologuing away at this point. He talks about killing a rabbit, drinking his blood, and fucking the rabbit in the ass, and just goes on and on about weird shit. Um, and he just, Downer keeps telling Tavinsky stories about all of his murders, and like, I did this, and I did that. Well, it's it's this scene where it tries to give you, like, a little insight into the psyche behind the serial killer, and talks about how Dahmer, the reason he became a serial like, loves killing so much is because he doesn't feel remorse for being able to control someone's life, to be able to take it away. And it's supposed to be kind of, uh, I guess, the scene where you kind of get... It's more of a serious scene. There's no jokes, really, in it, except... When I don't does, know, fucking a rabbit until, in the until ass. Until the end, until the end, when he talks about killing the rabbit, fucking it in the ass, and then wearing it like an oven mint for a week. Yeah. You know? So you know, but up until then, it was like kind of a serious... It changed tones. Okay. I mean, I'm not... Don't get me wrong. It wasn't good. No. I'm just saying it's different. So at this point, Gacy now walks up to this house. Which again, how does hell? Why does everybody know where this house is and that they are in this house? They just have they're you just know, there. serial killer vision. Or I guess they're like the Terminator, <laughs> Predator vision yeah. or something. Yeah. Gacy, who knows? So he knocks on the door and then hides behind a tree when Dahmer goes to answer it. See nobody. He goes. Dahmer goes back to Stavinsky. Gacy enters the house, finds Dahmer staying over Stavinsky, and so. Now we're an hour and eight minutes into the film, and Gacy finally opens his mouth and gets his first lines of the whole movie, which is just, hello, boys, can't have a party till the clown comes in. Yeah, so it's an hour and eight minutes in before Gacy Gacy even speaks. Yeah. So the two of them bicker back and forth over each other's killing methods and the number of kills, and basically, I'm better than you, no, you're better, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of funny. You know, they're they're exchanging back and forth. I mean, this is the, I mean, let's... This is probably one of the better parts of the movie. They're arguing over... Yeah. You know, I, I, I will say that the, the, the conversation between Dahmer and Gracie, um, it, are, it, up to this point, is probably the best exchange of the whole movie. Yeah, and it's, and it's about, not great by any means, but it's still the best of the movie. You know, it's kind of funny. It's like, you give a bad name to homosexual serial killers because it, they just happen to both be homosexual. But And then he talks about how... You know, it's like I used to. Rape, I was a man enough to rape my little boys alive. You had to kill him, and then he Dahmer goes into why he enjoyed raping and killing uh, dead boys. Yeah. In comparison, it's kind of just now talking about it. I'm finding it hard to repeat because I'm like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> and he, he, he makes fun of Gacy for 
Well, you're a fucking idiot because you kept the bodies underneath your crawl space. Do you think that wouldn't smell? I mean, the whole like, neighborhood must have smelled that. You're like, well, you'd be surprised what some scented candles can do, or you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so eventually, uh, during this back and forth, Skavinsky is trying to cut off his ropes with a Swiss Army knife. And then all of a sudden, Rob, the next door neighbor, just walks in holding like a tiny cake. Okay. Okay. It just okay. comes out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> and this guy, this was awesome. I gotta admit, I kind of like this. He shows up. Hi, my name's Rob. Rob I'm deaf, deaf, but I can read lips. And he's talking with the kind of the deaf voice, and he's got his shirt open. He it's, almost not looks, even, it's more like a kimono. It's he, like a long kimono. He kind of looks like Buffalo Bill. Or Buffalo Bob from uh, um, Silence of the Lambs. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo or... Bill, yeah. When he's like, you know, when he puts his penis between his legs, like, yeah. would you fuck me? You know, maybe a know. little bit. <laughs> he kind of, but he had all these Mardi Gras beads. Yeah, he's on. got like a dozen Mardi Gras bead necklaces around his neck. It was like a kimono and holding this tiny little cake. Yeah, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, looked kind of looked like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> so, like a deaf Buffalo <laughs> Bill. <laughs> With a fruit, with a fruit tart. You yeah, know? it's tart. Yeah. There you go, big fruit tart. Uh, Gacy invites Rob in to join them, and then Dahmer just instantly stabs him to death. And Gacy joins in, and they both kill the guy. I mean, that, that's it. That's, that's it. it. So, oh, the, I, for some reason, I just like the choice that he had Mardi Gras beads on, <laughs> brought a cake, and he's deaf. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like that's weird. Yeah, it's that <laughs> is definitely weird. Um, so after the murder, Dahmer asks, like, why Gacy's here in the first place. Gacy's like, well, probably the same reason you are. And he, and he goes, I was in hell enjoying a perfectly good card game with Charles Darwin and Ronald Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> then some asshole brings me back to this fucking world for some stupid experiment. Dahmer said, yeah, that happened to me too. And this is where I said, hold on a second. Like, this is where I'm going my my like, little rant here or tirade. Oh, this this is what you're going to be Well, because it's bothering me. Because, okay, these guys are supposed to be clones of Dahmer and Gacy. So if they're clones, why would they have been in hell in the first place? Because they were made in a lab. And honestly, if, and then if, they are the biolog- if they're biologically the same DNA-wise as the originals, but they would have their own thoughts and no, they wouldn't have any memories of killing people because you can't transplant memories. Like, if DNA isn't in your... Like they're clones. Like, well, then they wouldn't have any memory of any of the kills. That that's they what I'm did, saying. Like memories, they, any memories whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. shouldn't. They're clones. They'd be a blank slate. Yeah, the DNA biologically they'd be the, the same, but they'd have a completely blank slate in the you know cognitive department. I totally agree, Marshall. And so like they be their own. Like this it bothers me. It bothers me so much. Like why? If you're in hell, like no, you're not in hell. You're a clone. You were made in a petri dish. There's you're, no hell. You're also watching Dahmer versus Gacy. Gacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Gacy then tells Dahmer that he's here to kill Skavinsky. He's like, nope, he can't because I want to kill him too. And I was here first, so I have dibs. And they argue over this for a bit, which leads them to fighting each other. Finally. Yeah, and by the way, for some reason, I don't know about you, but during this whole scene, Dahmer sounds super Canadian for some reason in this scene. He, he does has, say A a few he's, times. He's got like, an accent all of a sudden. He's like, Dom, like, what is going on with Dahmer's voice? Uh, Dahmer was from Milwaukee, yeah. Wisconsin, which is, you know, Wisconsin, which is northern state. Was but Dahmer it, from, I thought, he, I thought Gacy was the one from Milwaukee. No, Dahmer's from Milwaukee. Gacy's from the Chicago area. They're actually not too no, far I, apart. No, I had him backwards. I thought Gacy was, uh, Dahmer was Chicago, Gacy was no, they're uh, actually my, not too not too far apart. Uh, okay. But, you know, even so, Milwaukee's southern Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, it's only like a two-hour drive from Chicago. Yeah. You know, so it's not like 
close to the border. Yeah, it? no, I, it's just weird. Yeah. Like, because he didn't sound like that for most of the movie, but he starts talking in this whole end scene. He sounds like, man, he's really Canadian all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, so the two of them fight, and of course, it's god fucking awful, and it's really lame and hard to watch. This fight scene, Stavinsky finally manages to escape, flees the house. Now, during this fight, this is when I first noticed that Gacy has been wearing blue Crocs throughout this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, work. He's just wearing blue Crocs. <laughs> Crocs. That's funny. So this fucking fight, it's it's so bad, and that the only thing I really remember from it is that at one point, Dahmer bites Gacy in, on the oh, ass. Yeah, so because they, they do it in slow motion, okay, like super slow motion. You see. Like, Gacy reacting. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, so, outside, Stavinsky now runs into, into X-13. Who he knows is the ultimate super yes. uber serial Because he made villain. him. Exactly. He him. And he's like, oh, you're here to help me. He's so, so he's excited. Like, oh, he's like, oh, good, you're here. They're inside. Go get him. Go get him. And he even kisses X-13 on the cheek. Um, X-13 raises a meat cleaver and hacks at Stavinsky. Stavinsky is stabbed in the chest by the cleaver, which in itself is bullshit because the meat cleaver is a, not a stabbing weapon. It's a chopping and hacking weapon. So he should have a large gash on his chest, not a puncture wound, goddammit. Science! Science! <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. So anyway, Stavinsky falls to his knees screaming, why? And then he, he because dies. Because you're an idiot. Yeah, you're a fucking moron. How this guy is a doctor, a head science program of anything is boggles my mind. So, also, X-13 has, like, husks of corn sticking out from his hat yeah. and his pockets of his white jumpsuit. Again, I mean, a ridiculous yeah, choice. Like, why? He's just carrying why? on corn. So, X-13 enters the house, finally speaking English, says, Hi, fuckers, to Dahmer and Gacy, and then takes a bite from another ear of corn. X-13 chases Gacy through the house. I use the word chase very lightly here, because it looks... It's like they're Gacy. The, the actor's a big boy. Yeah, you know, he's like, which he's got to be close to three hundred pounds. He, he's probably more than that. He's he probably like three twenty five, three fifty. I would imagine he's got to be like six four, six five, right? He's I, he's a tall guy too. It's, it's hard to tell because is, is, is he that tall? Yeah, or is everybody else around him just yeah. shorter? You which can't really tell. Gacy was only five eight. Yeah, or five seven, I think. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't. He was they weren't tall. big men. No. no. Uh, so X-13 gets the upper hand on Gacy in the kitchen and then shoves an ear of corn down Gacy's throat while saying, take my cob. <laughs> Gacy dies. X-13 picks up the cle- picks the clear back up, walks away. X-13 finds Dahmer. The two of them have a standoff and an exchange of words that rivals only history's greatest works of literature. <laughs> They go back and forth telling each other that they are going to fuck the other so hard that various things are going to happen to their body. For example, I am going to fuck you so hard that a Donkey Kong arcade machine is going to fall out of your ass and I'm going to have the high score on it. (laughs) Or this gem, I'm going to fuck you so hard that a residential neighborhood is going to develop on your inner thigh because there will be so much space between your ass after I'm done fucking you that people will want the space. And they just keep going back and forth like these different things. Like, I love, I love that. I thought that part was pretty. I would say this was that was probably the yeah. most entertaining. Dahmer had the best movie. lines. Dahmer owned it. If, yeah. it. if it was, if it was like a mic battle, <laughs> if it was like a, if it was like a roast battle, yeah. <laughs> Dahmer wins hand down because Dahmer would say something. Go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I just I did like the one about the Donkey Kong machine falling out of the guy's ass. And I like the score. residential space one. Yeah, I don't know. that was pretty funny. It was so elaborate. Yeah, <laughs> so elaborate and detailed. So that's the best part of this whole movie. Is, is it really that is. right there? That really is. Uh, and then they launch into their fight, and again during said fight, two more ninjas appear as they morph out from the wall. They just appear. And so Dominic and X-13 turn their attention to the ninjas. Dahmer kills his ninja and then humps the dead ninja against the wall before stabbing it some more. Uh, a third ninja appears. X-13 kills one by slamming the ninja's head onto a light fixture. While Dahmer is distracted fighting off one of the other ninja, X-13 runs in, stabs Dahmer in the chest with another ear of corn. An ear of corn. I don't even know if you could even penetrate skin and bone with an ear of corn. Don't think so. I, I think the, I think it would break. Yeah, I would. I think you could bruise someone yeah, pretty good. Definitely. <laughs> and so anyway, Dahmer calls X thirteen an asshole and then falls down dead. The last ninja in X thirteen fight. The X thirteen snaps the ninja's neck. In bursts Ringo, who's wearing only his underwear, a cowboy hat, and a and giant comically large crucifix. A giantly a comically large crucifix. He's in his, like, green American apparel underwear, yeah, like, whitey tighties. DVDs or whatever, yeah. And just, he's got a shotgun and yelling, yeehaw, yeah. blows away X-13. Yeah. Just Fire, like that, yeah. bam. Just, boom, shoots him right in the yeah. chest. And this, is, this is the killer the military was worried about killing. Well, guess what? All you need is a hillbilly drunk in his underwear drunk with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. And then he starts chugging more Jack Daniels. Ringo asks God if he's still there to give him a sign. If, you know, if you're still there, give me a sign if you're still there, God. And now from off screen comes Gacy's hand holding a knife, slits Ringo's throat. He dies. Fade to black. We're back in the newsroom where the lead anchor is tired from waiting around for the next merge to take place. Because at this point, he's like, this is great. I love what's happening. This is news. This is exciting. Now like, now he's all depressed and sad that no, there are no more killings and there's nothing to report on. And he's like, America will have no entertainment. This sucks. Everything's awful. And that's, that's the whole point of that scene. Back to the General Arbogast in her office. In comes the replacement doctor who calls the General Sir instead of Ma'am, which really irritates me because you don't that, – that's just stupid. Well, she didn't blink. And he tells her that there was another fire and that one of the X-13 clones has escaped again. This time it's the worst one possible. Cut to Charles Manson hacking up some random guy with a meat cleaver. Just chop, chopping to hell. Yeah, yeah Manson chopping, chopping, chopping. stands up, walks towards the camera, blackout, roll credits. That's Dahmer versus Gacy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, first of all, Charles Manson never actually killed anybody. So to call him the worst of worst is kind of bullshit. I, I kind of, that's such a crazy thing, right? Charles Manson never killed anyone. Nope. That's Did nuts. not kill anybody. Well, was charged with seven murders. Yeah, correct. And found guilty. Yeah. Um, by proxy. By proxy. <laughs> um, now, according to this, if I tie everything up correctly, the total body count for this movie would be 44 people. Um, now, Grant, you don't see hardly any of those actually on screen. From what well, things, you, things yeah. you actually see on screen, I have about 14 mm -hmm. dead bodies you see. Now, some of those, again, you are just after pictures. You see the bodies. You don't actually see the killings. So... But that that's what I've came up with, at least trying to keep trying to keep up with this movie. So we're gonna move into favorite kill. We are gonna move into favorite kill. Alright. There can be only one favorite kill. 
All right. So what do we? What do you got, Aaron? What do you? What do you have for this week? They were not that great. No, they were not. <laughs> there was surpri- very disappointing in, in the this for this movie. Yeah. Uh, so I'm probably going to go with the very first kill on screen, which was the doctor talking <laughs> the guy who was interviewing yeah, the CNN okay. guy, and out of nowhere, somebody just came and slit his throat, and there was blood just shooting out everywhere, covering the screen. This obviously was computer effect, but. It, for, even if it was even if it was a shitty effect, it still blended pretty well with the amount of blood that was squirting out. It was comical. It was nuts. Um, I, at first, by by starting the movie that way, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's gonna be kind of one of those fun, you know, gross trauma esque kind of movies. Okay. All right, I'm so tracking. that was my favorite kill because the rest of them, I was just like, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I see. I, I like your train of thought on that, but um, my favorite kill. I'm gonna go with um, especially now that I didn't realize it, it could have been based on n- Nugget of Truth. But I'm going with uh, Steve Adler's hit, getting drilled in the head while get, being oh, yeah. raped yeah. in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> that that's that's gonna be my favorite kill because I was like, that's just fucking. That's pretty brutal. Brutal and weird. Like your rape forces got to blow you, and then you just like drill him in the head. head. And the fact that it's also the former Guns N' Roses drummer giving head like for yeah. drugs. It's like it's just something <laughs> surreal about that. It's like what? That's a good. It just the fact that like who the guy is too right, is like right. just adds to it. <sighs> and he doesn't suck one dick in this movie. He sucks two. Two <laughs> for coke. Ugh. Um. So yeah, there you go. That's 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 my favorite kill. All right, let's go into odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, uh, ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a two and a two and a half out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, there is no thermometer score, but it has a forty-one percent audience score, which I think is way too high that's, for this that's, movie. That's a weird following. And you, this shit blew my mind. Amazon, four point one out of five. That's insane. That is. What the fuck are you people smoking on Amazon? That is madness. That is madness. <laughs> uh, plot keywords. There weren't a whole lot, which, again, surprised me, but I guess it's because this movie sucks. Now everybody's added their tidbits to it. But uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, serial killer, verses in title, period in title, killing spree, first part, which I don't get because I got to hope there's not a sequel to this. Um, abbreviation title and character name and title. So the grammar hounds are loving yeah. this one. Uh <laughs> Trivia, the only thing that's even remotely, barely even trivia, is uh, it was filmed in Echo Park, Fraser Park, Toluca Lake, and Hollywood, California. That's well, it. Your your tidbit about the drummer, the drummer from, <laughs> from Guns N' Roses is awesome. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, but that's that's about the actor, not the movie itself. But yeah, well, I should, maybe I should have kept that for trivia. Um, sadly, there I do not have a budget for this movie. I did send out some email uh, flyers to try to get some uh, get some information on it, but I haven't heard back from anybody yet. So who knows if I'll ever hear anything. So no budget. You have to this hear week. this probably not. Probably like, not. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> is one of my concerns at times, I will say that. Um, let's go into five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. Now, there were... There was one five-star review um, 
for this movie. From Mikey Venture. From Mikey <laughs> Venture. No. Uh, from a name, guy named David Harris. And he posted this exact same review on both Amazon and IMDb. Hey, man, cut and paste. So, Save yeah, time. That's exactly what he did. He cut and pasted on two mm-hmm. different sites. Now, this, since this is the only review I have of this movie, it's a little long, but I'm going to read it because it's just, after he knows this movie, it's fucking insane what this guy is saying. All right. All right. So, I ex- didn't expect to be here reviewing this as, a f- as five stars. My expectations weren't low, but they weren't exactly high either. It just seemed to it just seemed to made a good bookend to my Gacy and Dahmer DVDs. I thought, but wow! In an age where anyone with a digital camera can make a movie, this B fest reminds me of the early John Waters or Peter Jackson, when you actually borrowed money for film to film a movie. I love low budget B movies, or I can if the creators put their hearts into it. Like Necropolis Awakened, where the creators played all the parts and did all the camera work. Ford Austin took this idea and went hog wild with it, unabashed to the concept of both offbeat and offensive. If he tried to hold back or BPC one or 100% scientifically logical, he'd have fallen flat. <laughs> Thank Zod, he didn't. I laughed in a good in the good way. The actors were great. Ford playing a dual role. Randall Random Malone's John Wayne. Yeah, that's right, Random Malone. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy came off as divine. Uh, came off as Divine's Babs Johnson reincarnated, and that's a good thing. I don't know what he's talking about here. Well, he's talking about Divine from John Waters' movies. No, as Divine's Bab Johnson? I don't know. I don't know that. Um, that guy, Art LaFleur, is in it! Exclamation mark. Harlan Williams is God. Bonnie Aarons has a new fan club member in me. Oh, I almost forgot to mention Ethan Phillips from Star Trek Voyager! Exclamation mark. I have never been this taken in by a film since my first Waters days. It was too good to last. I half expected it to fall apart at any time, and I've been disappointed before. The dialogue kept coming faster and heavier, and I expected the actors to get trapped under the weight of it all, but Ford and Rando and Bonnie were all at top of their game. Very impressive, again, for low-budget films without all the retakes and dubbing and tricks to make things look flawless. Not once did I cringe when an actor opened their mouths. Great music, clever acting, and a bit of fast motion, and even black and white tinting were superbly done. I put this up there with Pink Flamingos, Bad Taste, Evil Dead, and the like. And I will follow Ford Austin's career wherever it leads him. Hey, I love mainstream. I sing along with the sound of music, and I got teary-eyed at Titanic. And I have the extended Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm normal, smiley face. Mm-hmm. I recommend this to my fellow film fans with an open mind to a maverick filmmaker with balls. Five stars. Well, you know, hearing the way he described it, I'm not going to hold it against him. He just likes shitty movies. So, okay. I guess I, I like shitty movies, too. I mean, we celebrate shitty movies with yeah. this, but... I mean, come on, calling, calling people the acting divine and these. Now, is it divine capital or divine lowercase? Uh, as come off as divine's possessive, capitalized divine though. Yeah, so they're talking Babs about Johnsons. Reincarnate. I, I, I don't know that, who that is. So divine was uh, an actor. Was a cross dresser that uh, John Waters uh, used a lot in his films. Okay, um, like. Um, Pink Flamingos is probably the most famous one. Uh, it was regarded as one of the most, you know, offensive films at the time. Very dirty, very nasty. That basically the movie was a two, between two people who could do the most shocking thing. And I think Bab Johnson was the the character. D- Divine okay. was the actor 
the character was Bab Johnson. Okay. Now, see, that, now I get because I, I, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, the only other review I wrote down is a three-star review because there wasn't much else to wait. Uh, from Jeff McDonald, who I just like because watched it once, thought it was okay, nothing great. Anybody want to buy a used copy? I have one for sale. <laughs> three stars. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> and when it came to the John Water stuff, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. If anybody, if I said it wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, please let me know if I was wrong. Uh, so, yeah, that's really it for this movie. Um, I mean, let's go. Final thoughts on this thing, man. What, think, what do you I got? Think, I think it's so bad it's scary. I mean, so duh. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get what they were trying to do. I appreciate the efforts, but by God, did they fail, in my opinion. I just did not. I think one thing that really took it away, one thing that really hurt it a lot was a lot of those CNN reports, those man-on-the-street reports. Yeah. Like, did you were you trying to make a commentary and something funny about maybe the media and the way the news is and the way we glorify tragedy? Or are you going for the campiness? Like, you had three different stories. You had the news team, you had Dahmer and Gacy, and you had Ringo. Yeah. It was like three different stories that didn't quite meld together. They didn't meld together at all. You right. just threw Ringo in at the very end. Yeah. I, like I, it, I had a big problem with that. Like I was going to save that for it my... It was three separate stories, basically, yeah. what I was watching. And it was it was like schizophrenically cut together. And it, it just did not did not work. No. Um, I, I agree with you uh, for many of the same reasons. I ought to. I'm going to say so bad it's scary. Um, I also I know what they were trying to do, like attention making bad movie and, and be aware of that. But again, they fall flat. I mean, they even mentioned in the movie, like, oh, God, what are they going to call it? Dahmer versus Gazy would be shit. Nobody would watch that. Right. They, they, I mean, they acknowledge that. Which is fine, but. But, but yeah. it's just, it's so bad. Like, mm-hmm. it falls so flat. And you're totally right. Like, the part with, like, Ringo at the end, like, he, they build this guy out, like, he's going to come in at the end and be, like, the big hero. He does nothing. He comes in, shoots X13, and then he then he gets killed. I mean, he the whole sword he digs up never uses it. I mean, <laughs> he uses fucking shotgun. He uses shotgun. <laughs> it, it, there's no point to his character even being in this movie. Like, he makes None. no really at all. And uh, and they had right the news clippings like, again. It's like if they were just putting them for Phil, like they could have shown more people dying. Like if you mm-hmm. have a, a supposedly 44 body count, show more people getting killed. They don't have to be elaborate. You just yeah. have people getting stabbed, but show something. Don't be talking about it. It's just a waste of time. It's a filler. This movie is awful to me, in my opinion. I would not watch this again ever. Um, and this might be one of the front runners for our 2017 horrible movie March Madness Ooh, thing. Yeah, and I mean, this, I was I was thinking the same thing. I was when I watched this, I was like, fuck. This is definitely going to be. This is going to be. Is, this is probably a, at least the final be, four. It's got a high seed. Yeah, it's going to be a high seed in here. Well, seed is random, but it's, it's probably going to make it to well, lead at least final it's, four. It's got a high seed. Yeah. going in. Yeah. it's got a high seed going in. It's I, a favorite. Yeah, it's a favorite for sure. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, remember, I did. A, you know, I'm not going to go into my normal spiel about you know Twitter and all that because we already well, did then it. Then really quick, I remember last week we did mention that uh, you know watch some good horror movies, and we we're talking about the month of October. You know, what was I, I just posted on Instagram one that I recommend people to watch is uh, Behind the Mask, the, the Rise of Leslie Vernon, the one where he's yeah, a I've new seen killer. Mockumentary up, type thing. Yeah, mockumentary looking up to Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers. You know, I like that movie. I put it on Instagram saying, hey, this is a good one I recommend. You know, I, we watched so many bad ones. Is there one that you thought of over the week? I remember you said this week you'd have one for us. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Uh, actually, you know what? I was trying to think of something that, you know, I have three in mind. Uh, one, maybe I would guess, might could be considered a little mainstream. Um, but one that I've always loved is the original Descent. I thought mm-hmm. I've always loved that movie, partially because like 
that scares the shit out of me. Even like being trapped on the ground in pitch darkness, and that would freak me no. um, And crawling through little bitty tunnels, because I'd be terrified I'd get stuck and I'd never just get wedged in there and be like, I, I'm done. Um, so that <laughs> uh, that movie I think is always is fun to watch. Um, and then two lesser known ones, uh, I th- uh, I would recommend one called it's called Christy. Um, it's I think you can find it on Netflix. When I last saw it, um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it's not, you know, it's not a gory slash or anything like that, but there's a nice suspense. I thought it was for an independent movie that I'd never heard of. I thought it was fairly well done. And then lastly, I'm going to throw out um, with um, one called the uh, Last Shift, um, or it could be Lost Shift, depending on how the pentagram is supposed to be an O or an A in the in the title. Uh, but I thought that was a pretty good one too. Uh, I think most people probably heard about that one by now, but uh, I, those are the three I would recommend. I think All right. good. Well, thank you for bringing that back, buddy. Yeah. All right. I held your feet to the fire. Yeah, you did. All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's going to take a, take care of it for this week. We'll be back next week with another shitty horror movie. So, in the meantime, remember, watch more horror movies. And always, forever, keep it tight, y'all.